Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and I'm joined as always by Yosem Joe. <coughs> Happy 2021, everybody! <laughs> let's leave COVID, let's leave the inability to travel and the small collapse of democracy. Um, <laughs> Behind us, yes, right? In early, technically, that was early 2021, but I blame it on 2020. Yeah, last year was just such a harrowing year, I guess, for mm-hmm. a lot of people, to say the least. So we're looking forward to new beginnings. Yes. And definitely. with new beginnings and a new year comes a new episode of Pop Vulture. Yes, and new pop culture news that is a little bit bittersweet. Today, we are going to be talking about boy bands, the longevity of like boy bands, girl groups, and... Um, the idol reason, groups in general, right? Yeah, idol groups in general. And the reason why we're doing this is because um, very recently news came out that GOT7, which is a South Korean K-pop boy band, um, is like mass exodus. They're leaving their long-time label, JYPE, uh, JYP Entertainment. Uh, all of them, all seven of them are leaving the company. They're not renewing their contracts. Wow. Yeah, so this really casts doubt on the future of GOT7. And, um, you know, we'll just talk a little bit about the GOT7 issue itself yeah. and uh, what's what's likely to happen um, in the future and also... And I guess this news reminds us that idol groups, you know, they mm. can be the most successful, but yeah. very few of them actually last forever. You yeah, know? very few of them last long. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, nothing lasts forever, right? But true, very true. few of them um, actually... Have staying power. Yeah, have that sort of staying power, that yeah. sort of lasting power. And we'll just talk a little bit about why that is and like... You know how groups are successful, how they end, and what when so many of them end like badly. Yes. So many groups have broken up in ugly manner, and also like a lot of groups have just fizzled out, just like fizzled out, like faded. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So we're gonna delve a little bit into the recipe for longevity, which, Mm -hmm. by the way, is not something that you want to take for granted in showbiz, Mm because one day you're in, the next moment you're out. Right. Yes. And on the flip side, of course, we're going to look at these deal breakers that Jen was talking about. You know, what is it that caused the groups to, you know, certain groups to split, to disband or to fall from grace? Mm-hmm. We'll also be visiting some very famous examples from, you know, apart from God 7, uh, from both the East and the West. Yep. So we're going to talk about Big Bang, One Direction. Arashi, um, of course. Arashi, yep. because as you know, every Pop Vultures episode <laughs> comes with an unspoken five-minute segment where Jen gushes about Arashi, her favorite Sorry. Japanese boy band. <laughs> yes, that's still my screensaver on yeah. my phone. Um, and and everything also, like Spice Girls, yes. Little Mix, which I'm not very familiar with, but Sam Jo is. Yeah, because Jesse Nelson just left the group as well. So we're going to talk about the future of that group. And yeah, so even if you don't listen to K-pop, like, you know, uh, bear with us. If you're a fan of all these other groups or idol groups in general, Girl bands, um, boy bands, stay tuned. Okay, we have a lot of um, action-packed content. Yes. Um, so we'll just go right into GOT7, I think. Um, Simjo, do you want to tell me what you know about them? Um, very little. I mean, I know <laughs> that I know that they're a very popular K-pop group. They are. Right? There are seven of them. Yes. I'm guessing GOT7. Got seven, 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 yes. All right? Like S Club 7, the <laughs> seven. Um, I know their members have like very funny names like Bam Bam. One guy's got Bam yes. Bam. I know He's the... Per- his tie is it? Yes. Oh, that's why his name is so cute. Um, I know that the perfect Jackson Wang Super slash Jackson hot. Wang is <laughs> in there because apparently he can do everything. He can even fence. He can dance. He can do martial arts. He can sing. He can. He's why is he perfect? Really pretty. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah, I don't understand. 
Yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> okay, so that's 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 not bad. That's not bad for somebody who's not who's not a stan, I guess. I'm um, not. I'm not. So tell me why, what what's happening now? What's this whole saga? Uh, so okay, basically this whole thing started early this year when Dispatch ran a story that Yu-Gi-Oh, one of the members, is in talks with another management company, and then people were like freaking out. They were like, "Oh wow, okay, does that mean that Yu-Gi-Oh is leaving God Seven? Does, what does this mean for the future of God Seven? Mm. And you know, there has been some signs like God Seven's last album was very not heavily promoted by JYPE which is very odd given that JYP which is a huge company it manages like they, it manages groups like twice which is one of the largest like the hottest girl groups uh, in K-pop right now you know JYP is like he used to manage Rain he used to manage Wonder Girls like this is not a guy who is unfamiliar with marketing. So it was very odd that, you know, God Seven's last album was not very heavily promoted. Mm. And then, like, this story comes out. So people were like, what's going on? And then JYP, Park Jin Young himself, uh, who is the founder of JYP, of course, uh, he's also a veteran South Korean singer. JYP unfollowed the God Seven members on Instagram. <gasps> wow. And then, like, they unfollowed him back. And then, like, Bam Bam was on Twitter when somebody was like, um, law got seven. Uh, law JYP unfollowed. Uh, Bam Bam or something like that. And then mm. Bam Bam like tweeted back like a shoulder shrug gif. Right. So people are like, something's going on right here. Yeah, some sort and of bad blood for sure. Yeah, it's not pretty, right? right. And it, this is, comes as quite a surprise because I would say that JYP out of all the major entertainment labels, the K-pop labels has a slightly better rap with his artists. He does seem to be on good terms with his artists because, like, he used to manage Rain, not anymore, but him and Rain are still on good terms. Him and Rain still appear on variety shows together. They recently did a duet, very recently. So, like, it's very odd that, you know, it seems like there's some sort of shadiness, ugliness in between all of this, mm. right? There's some sort of bitterness. Some, some beef there. Yeah, some beef sure. there. It's a beef sandwich. Yeah, and then later on, it came out that uh, that was actually quite a good pun. But <laughs> later on, it came out that um, it it came out that all members are leaving la. All the members of JY of God Seven are leaving JYP. Oh, so they all have their plans. Yes, all mass exodus. And the thing is, you know, it's not like they are all moving as a group to a new label. It seems as if all of them are in talks to pursue separate things. Right. So I think it was very sad for the fans who are termed agases. Right. It's very sad for the agases who feel like then a reunion will be quite difficult, right? You know, the yeah. rumour is that, um, I wouldn't say it's a rumour, but it does seem like the members of God 7 themselves are very, um, are still very much close, are still very much, uh, you know, it seems like they are keen to one day come back for group activities. Right. Because but, they still have a lot of love for each other based on yeah. their social media pre- um, activity. Yes, they all like tweeted, like they all like, I cannot remember whether they Instagram or tweeted the exact same photo at the same time or something like that. And it was the photo of the seven of them. So like it clear, it's clear that there's some love there, right, for the group. And they're not willing to give up on the group yet. Um, but, with separate schedules, with separate management companies, it just seems like uh, the chance for reunions are a bit slimmer. And also, even if it happens, it wouldn't happen on the same frequency. Right. So Who knows? It may be 10 years down the road. Or maybe like it will happen, years. maybe like they will have an album like once every three to five years, which is like very long, la, you know? Right. That's, that's, that's torture for fans to have to wait that long. Yeah. Right? Or maybe they will make a comeback as uncles. You, you never you know, know, right? We can always know. hope. Yeah, Yeah, you never know. So, Agassiz don't lose hope, but yes. Oh, well. Hashtag God7 forever. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to like, you know, analyze a little bit about, like, you know, in the first place, what makes these idol groups, like, you know, so successful? And on the flip side, you know, what actually, what are some factors that can cause these idol groups 
um, mm. you know, to come crashing down or to like you know to go down a different path. And or to, to fade out, just to, fade out. Exactly. So, Jen, I guess you know you're very familiar with idol groups. You cover like them all the time mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. for entertainment news. Like, yes. you know, what what are some things that will make an idol group successful? Okay, so I really do feel that one of the things that is very important to longevity, at the very least, is that the members don't hate each other. Like, it's just very important that these people are, are able... I do, they don't have to be best friends, but, like, that these people are able to um, be professional with one another. Right. And that they are all, like, united in, in like, the brand of the group. Right. That's very important. Right, like, right. if you're united to do good things for the group, instead of, like, I want to do this thing because, like, it'll be good for my solo career, mm. then the group has a tendency to last a little bit longer, I think, because then people are united in... Then you have a similar goal, right? Instead of, like... Because I, I, I get the feeling, especially in Western entertainment, that, like, you know, with things like NSYNC and everything, it was very clearly, like, they were going to do this so that they would get popular enough that they can then become solo artists. Ah, you think there's always the solo career as like the... It's, it's like, like a it's means a, to an end. It's a platform, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ah. like a jumping off point. Interesting. But if you don't start on that note, right, and you feel like, yeah, 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 this is what I want to do. I want to be in this group. Then the... I think it they tend to last a little bit longer and they tend to not fade out True. in such a... In such a manner, and also of course, it's marketing, <laughs> Like, yes. if your marketing is very well done, if you have good songs, you have talent, you can dance, you have a company that has huge resources to promote you, then of course, you have a better chance at success. Exactly. I mean, you look at huge groups right now, like BTS and Blackpink, right? You know, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't have had half the success that they're enjoying right now if not for their labels, like really putting all the coin and money and resources behind them. Like, yeah, the high know. production values yeah. and everything. Of course, that's very important. And of course, the training that they put into... True, yeah. years before they actually make that debut. Mm-hmm, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's about selecting the cream of the crop. Yeah. Another thing is, I think it's very important when all the members of the group are somewhat similarly successful. Mm. We all know of groups where you can <laughs> technically only remember one person's name. Yes, like. <laughs> yes. I mean, hello, hashtag Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I mean, I know all of their names because I... I, I you actually, were a fan, you were a fan. I was a fan. Yeah. And I saw them live twice. I was lucky Buttons. enough. <laughs> yeah, but not a lot of people can name anyone else apart from... Can you name anyone Nicole, else I can only name Nicole. Nicole. I'm sorry. Yeah, there was Jessica, there was Kimberly, there I was no Carnet, idea who they are. there was Melody but I literally Thornton. thought I literally thought they were Nicole's dancers. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh my goodness. <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. so there That's are always groups thing. where there there's one person who is so much more famous than other people. And then right. those groups don't tend to last very long because True. it's very clear that 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 disparity just is not healthy for the group dynamics and it's like not then like the company also put more resources into promoting that one member. Yes, yes. And like, yeah, it's just not great, you know. Right. But I guess I mean, at the same time, if on the flip side, if you have strong individuals and every member brings something mm. to the table, so not just their fame, right? But like, you know, if they actually have, um, are diverse enough to bring a different set of like attributes and traits to a table. Like Arashi. Like yes. Arashi, mm-hmm. right? You know, I think you have fans that stand 
each and every single one of the yeah, five members. or they come into Arashi because of different yeah they come into Arashi because of the member solo work yeah but like Arashi has always made it very clear that they do the solo work they do in order to make sure the group as a whole is stronger and talking about like band members being like on equal standing I'm also thinking of the Spice Girls right you know yes they didn't last for very long like, I think a lot of people forget that they were so successful but they only lasted they were around for like what two to three years as a five piece but when they were together one reason why they were so successful is because the separate so, personalities yes you had baby. baby posh you had scary you had ginger you had sporty mm-hmm. you know every each and every single one of them like represented something yeah. and I feel like all the, the fan base like was so diverse yeah and that links back to marketing like. it's also marketing right they marketed True. them as like separate individuals Characters. personalities all of them have like yeah exactly right. who happened to get along I mean not all yeah. the time but they definitely like their um, chemistry was very contagious you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah all so right. that was great now if you are enjoying this episode of Pop Vouchers so far do find us on the hashtag Pop Vouchers podcast channel you can find us on Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts Spotify wherever you get your podcasts from just look for hashtag Pop Vouchers now, some of our episodes are on YouTube as well, so do check those out. Like and rate us. Now, back to our show. Let us continue with Pop Vouchers. So now that we've discussed like why groups do work out, you know, the some some very key factors for their success or for longevity, um, now we'll go into a little bit about why groups don't work out. Yeah, because as they say, Jen, as Nelly Furtado once sang, why do all good things come to an end? Come to an end. Yes. Come to an end. <laughs> yeah, Nelly Furtado is a name I have not heard in a while. Yeah. yeah. You remember Man Eater? Love it. Promiscuous. Man Eater. Yep. Promiscuous. Yeah. Wow. Promiscuous. Such a great song. Promiscuous girl. <laughs> oh God. Yes, we need to do an episode on her sometime. Like yeah. you know, all the all the forgotten like stars of the Naughties. Yeah. So. Yeah. Where are they now? Exactly. <laughs> you know what? This links to what we're going to talk about because some of this Naughties group, like for example, Pussycat Dolls, like, yeah. a lot of them just sort of faded out. Yeah. And I it's, mean, yes. To be fair, like Pussycat Dolls, like they kind of. Uh, you know, went their separate ways because mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them, as you know, were not happy that Nicole was like hogging a limelight. Yeah, I li- li- like I said, right? I literally thought the other people were backup dancers. Exactly. So that kind of like, it's it's very well documented that Melody uh, wasn't happy. Melody is the other one who could actually really sing. Uh, I have and no idea who she is. One performance, Melody just kind of like went rogue and she started doing her riffs. And then Nicole looks at her like, whoa, what's happening? And it was very, very obvious. Like, that wasn't agreed on. And you could just tell that there was a lot of, like, pent-up drama. So I guess, speaking of groups that don't last, right? Like, all, you know... Infighting, right? Yeah, it's infighting. It's essentially Mm -hmm. that. And I can think of a very... Another great example also. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of cat fights and spotlights. I really do not know this. I'm very excited to know about this. That's the name of the album from one of the most famous UK girl groups of all time, Mm -hmm. The Sugar Babes. I literally have no idea. Yeah, they broke into the scene with their debut album, One Touch. The thing is that every other few years, if you look at them, if you buy their album Mm -hmm. or you go and see them in concert, Mm -hmm. it'll be a different cast. (laughs) Oh, like there's a different Sugar Babes? Yeah, so it was like a revolving door of like... um, uh, singer, oh. so it's actually a trio, right? Like the original Sugar Babes, Mutia, Keisha, and Chauvin. Mm-hmm. Okay, after the first album, Chauvin was like, "I'll have none of this." Bye. They're, yeah, they're, I'm gonna focus on like you know my solo career. Um, and there were rumors of her not getting along with the other two, Mutia and Keisha, who mm-hmm. went to school together, so they were very close. 
Oh no, that's some like... Ugh. Yeah, so after Chauvin left, Heidi Range was brought in. Heidi Range, formerly of Atomic Kitten fame, <gasps> was brought into the Sugar Babes. Okay. So after Heidi joined the group, that's when they brought you very huge hits, right? They had hits like Round Round, you know, they had hits like Freak Like Me, Angels with Dirty Faces, like Stronger. They were featured on Love Actually, their songs and everything. Baby, I'm too lost in you. Oh, yeah. I c- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that was the Sugar Babes, okay? So this was like the, you know, peace for a while. And then, after a few years, Mutia decided, one of the original members decided that, okay, I'm She's also done, done with this. Yeah. I'm going to leave the group. And she left the group <laughs> and the, they brought in Amel, <laughs> who had a very husky voice, Amel Baraba. And so it was now the three of them. And they did more songs. And then? But this was when there was, the tabloids were like, you know, reporting like rumours of, of infighting among the group. So the only member left now is Keisha. The only original member left is Keisha. And this, this is key because mm-hmm. in 2009, mm-hmm. she was surprisingly ousted from the group. <laughs> it's super dramatic. She was ousted. She, was, she woke up one morning and she basically was told by her management, you're no longer part of the Sugar Babes. Look, <gasps> here is Jade Ewan to replace you. Oh my God. So it was very ugly. And like, you know, she made a lot of noise on social media. Um, the ex, uh, Her ex-Sugar Babes and basically member. like, if you like the first Sugar Babes, by this time, they are not the Sugar Babes Exactly. Anymore. So the Sugar Babes basically became Jade, Heidi and Amel. So it's a completely different None cast. None of them were original. Completely different Season cast. two, just like season five by season now. Season five, six, seven, eight already. Like, you know, we're way yeah. past that. So that was really um, sad lah. And yeah. I, that... Obviously, the latest lineup didn't last for very long. Mm-hmm. And the original three got together under the name MKS, Muchia Kisha Chauvin. Mm-hmm. And they actually started to try and like claim the Sugar Babes um, name back. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. So if you go on Instagram now and you look at Sugar Babes, it's the three of them, the original. Oh, okay, and okay, the, I see. the last incarnation of Sugar Babes didn't... Really work out. Really work out. Yeah, they didn't yeah. really work out. That's so ugly. I, I mean, know. there's more things. Like, there's like Fifth Harmony... Um, yeah. which also didn't end well. <laughs> Fifth Harmony was also super funny because as you know, they were created Camilla on Cabello, the X Factor. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were created on the X Factor and it didn't help that throughout the whole competition because it was a group that they took part as individual contestants. Yeah, then they were thrown together. They were thrown together. I tell you, to I, make this guy, right, I feel like it never works out it because works. you come to you come into it as competitors, not right. collaborators. So I feel like those sort of like competition groups don't really end up well. Yeah, but I I mean, initially, they can enjoy, like, very high levels of success. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at Fifth Harmony, you look at um, One Direction, also mm-hmm, another mm-hmm, example, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. join X-Factor, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, get thrown together. But somewhere along the way, there will be cracks, Yeah, right? Exactly. So, um, and it didn't help that throughout the entire competition, the judges were, like, pit- the judges were singling out Camilla, Camilla right? and, saying the that, lead, right? and saying that, oh, she's the best, Y'all, you other girls should learn from her. Like, so, oh. yeah, they already felt like very, like, you know, second class to uh, Camilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, she has like, you know, she's like one of the most popular on social media and everything. Now she's Shawn Mendes' girlfriend. So, yeah, yeah, of course. So, her life is perfect. She's beautiful. Eventually, she left the group sometime in, I think, 2016. And when the four of them went up without her to perform at the 2017 VMAs after she had left the group, they actually did this very shady move where they had uh, five of the, the silhouette of five of them on stage 
and then just before they started singing, they threw one this sil- hooded silhouette, which supposed to be, re- which supposed to represent Camilla, was like yanked off stage. Oh no! <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that was definitely. I talk about beef. That was like super yeah. super shady. So and like that's the that's the infighting, yeah. right? Fifth, it's just like yeah, fifth not so harmony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's such a bad name for them. But yeah. it's I mean, of course, even out of Western, where you look at things like Smart, which is like Arashi Senior in the Japan entertainment industry, they were around for twenty eight years. Wow, that's long. Yeah, long. But they did end on kind of a bad note. It was just like, it just seemed like the members didn't get along. They had different ideas about who they wanted to be managed by, blah, blah, blah. It was just like, end on a bad note. And then like, things like 5566, Ooh, Lil, Lil, which they sort of faded out. And then when they came back together for reunion, like they explicitly did not include one member because that, supposed, that member, Wang Xiaowei, um, did not get together, did not like get along with the rest of them. Oh no. So it just seemed like, yeah, there's just a lot of like bad, just it just seems like there's bad blood. Yeah. And there's also, it's also like mismanagement sometimes. It's just yeah, like sometimes between... it's not the members, it's the management that's the problem. Yeah, I would say that, okay, SNSD is a, comp- it's like both the members and also the management. The only one who like really left on really ugly terms is like Jessica Jong. Mm. And like she like released a book recently, which I reviewed. By the way, you can go and read it. It's about like her K-pop journey, and then some of it's a bit shady. And like, it's very clear that she had problems with both the management and the members. And like even now, like the members sort of like say a little bit shady stuff, like because SNSD started out as nine members, right, including Jessica. And then now, like when they refer to SNSD, they always refer to it as an eight-member group. Oh, yeah. wow! Even though some of the members have already left SM Entertainment and are no longer managed under the same brand, they count them as the group, but they don't count Jessica. They don't acknowledge her at all. Yeah, like, so it's we like... We don't know her. It's wow. like not great. And then That's, there's of course like TLC. Yeah, TLC which, is a very famous example like mm. in the Western world that comes to mind when you talk about like mismanagement, right? Like money it's issues. Very, are. Yeah, they were very famously at the peak of their career. Okay, they had won Grammys, they had won like Soul Train Music Awards, VMAs. Yeah, I totally remember TLC. Yeah, yeah, they released like a super successful like second studio album, Crazy Second cool you know that's where you had your hits like creep mm-hmm. you know all these songs you know don't go chasing waterfalls like all those songs that came from that album they were essentially music royalty before destiny's child in the r&b world mm-hmm. in terms of the biggest girl group ever it was tlc tlc you know t-boss lisa left eye lopez and chili okay that's what tlc stands for they were at the peak of their career, but they had to file for bankruptcy in 1995. So the screwed up thing about the music industry sometimes is that, you know, especially back in the day, right, the arrangement would be, we are going to, we as the as your management and as your label, we are going to pay for everything up front, mm. pay for the promotions, pay for your clothes, pay for your music videos. And then when you start earning money back from the records, from the music, when all the accolades and like, you mm-hmm, know, the, mm-hmm. the cash starts flowing mm-hmm. in, we are going to like start deducting from there. Mm. So, at the end of the day, right, you know, whatever was left for the members was, like, very little. Yeah, they were getting, like, something like, what, 50 over cents per album. Which is so insane. Yeah, which they then had to further divide among themselves. Yeah. Okay, so it got to a point where, in 1995, they were $3.5 million in debt. It's just not sustainable. Yeah, so they were so successful. They were at the peak of their careers, and they've spoken out about this before. But they were were bankrupt. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, those were a lot of cracks, but the real reason why they disbanded in the end was, you know, because Lisa died 
uh, in a car accident in Honduras. Yeah, so yeah, you know that's so of course another another you know sometimes tragic. it's tragedy, sometimes really yeah. tragedy. Like I remember, like there's this K-pop group called Ladies Code, mm. and like their members also like died in a horrific car accident, and yeah. it was just like it's not the same afterwards. And also, some of them is like like I mean, Shiny still around, but. Without Jong Hyun, who you know committed suicide um a while back, yeah, uh, it's just not the you same. Feel like something's missing. Yeah, so yeah. tragedy, of course, is 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 one. There's also scandal. Oh um, yes. I mean, let's not let's not really delve into this because every time I talk about this, I get hate mail. I get like targeted on Twitter. So and Jen also gets very triggered. Yeah, yeah. I just okay. Let's just break, uh, Big Bang and Sungri. Okay, I'm done. You know, uh, that's it. Full stop. I'm I'm not gonna talk yes. about it anymore. Please um, go Google Big Bang and what Sungri did. Uh, but essentially, it's what Sungri is accused of. Okay, accused yeah. of. And um, suffice to say that originally the biggest, you know, K-pop boy band on yes. earth. They're now reduced to a four-piece. Originally a five-piece and now four-piece. I mean, okay, it's not just Sungri. There were also other problems. There was some drug uh, usage, apparently. Yeah, but um, the nail in the coffin was Sungri scandal. Yeah. For um, sure. And then, of course, you know, even like Super Junior, which has been around for so long, some of the members did leave in not great circumstances. Like, um, one of them was like in a drunk driving accident, if I'm not wrong. You know, the, like just some of the some of the leaving was not great, but mm. they are still together like, as a group. And I think I can chalk that up to the fact that it's very clear that Super Junior enjoys being in the group. Yeah, and that's very important to the fact that they are still together. Else, they wouldn't be together. Like, there's just no point, right? I yeah. mean, it's been 15 years, so it's clear that they they really want to do this. And yeah. then, of course, there's just like. Solo flyers lah, right? Yeah, people who just leave because they want to pursue solo careers. Like you had that uh, Jerry from the Spice Girls did that. Like, you know, she later said... Beyonce, she, Queen. Beyonce. <laughs> but they Destiny's Child didn't officially... Yeah, they never really well. officially disbanded. Yeah, but mm. I mean, they're still together. The same way the Spice Girls are still together. But yeah, the they, same way One Direction is still technically together. Technically, yeah. exactly. But the thing is that once you mess up that original lineup... Yeah, you know, the it's same hard thing, to get back the same feeling. Exactly. The same thing happened with Take That. Mm-hmm, uh, S mm-hmm. Club Seven, remember? Mm-hmm, yes, <laughs> that's the tricky thing, especially when you when you sear the number of members into your band name. Like yeah, God man, seven. don't do it, don't do it. God Seven, S Club Seven. When Paul you, when Paul left S Club Seven, that was very changed, awkward. Yeah, and because they, they changed the name for a while to S Club. Yes, I remember which this. Which was cool, but it didn't last long. You no, know, I tell you, the worst is the worst. Ah, uh, the worst is this Japanese boy band called Cartoon. Okay, K A T. T U N. Okay. Every K letter is the initial of a member. Oh, okay. Actually, I can't remember who left, but I know A left, and I know there's a T that left, mm. and then there's um another member who left. So it, it's like yeah. it's just like yeah <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, it's okay if the consonants leave, but once the vowels leave, the it's vowels like, leave is cannot. How to pronounce? Yeah. So it's very bad because the vowels not left. So especially A A is so important to yes. the to the pronunciation, and then A left. It's just like. Oh no. Yeah. yeah exactly. um, and you know, sometimes it's also not about solo careers. Um, you know, it's about I guess self preservation. Health you know? reasons, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like just now we're talking about Little Mix and Jessie, right? Mm-hmm. She left late last year. Mm. She was part of Little Mix that was put together during like, you know, Britain's X Factor talent show. And from the very beginning she was already like bullied online. She was cyber bullied. People were saying oh, that she's no. she's fat. People like, you know, body shaming her essentially because she's a little bit on the, the bigger side compared to the other three girls. Mm-hmm. So she's been, she's dealt with that even after they won the competition mm-hmm. and even after they, you know, achieved so much success, like, you know, album sales, like, you know, charting on the UK charts and everything. Um, 
and becoming internationally renowned. Like, you know, Jesse never managed to like completely shake off, like, you know, this kind of like very mental well being. Yeah, and very yeah. like unfounded hate from some mm-hmm. some people who some of some of the cyber bullies essentially. So that's why late last year she was just like, you know, I'm done with this. I mm-hmm. need to take a break. I need to uh, back down from and leave little mix, you know, um, mm-hmm. because of for mental health reasons, essentially. Yeah. But of course, sometimes when groups come to an end, it's not always sad, right? It's not always sad. Yeah, and like, here is my little segment on Arashi, right? Uh, like, I mean, this is my time. So, yeah, all my J-pop gals the come in. The segment is sponsored by Jen and her Arashi love fan group. Unending <laughs> love for Arashi. No, it's... Because it's... I really can't think of... Like, okay, so Arashi went on indefinite hiatus at the end of 2020. So that was... Like, the last day of 2020, I spent it at uh, my friend Gabrielle's house. <laughs> Gabrielle is a girl who used to also work at ST and is also a fan of Arashi. I spent it with her and her sisters. Hi, Gabrielle, if you're listening. Um, watching the last concert. They stream an online concert live. Um, and, yeah, I was watching it. I was thinking to myself, this is very rare. Like, technically, they, are not, they have not disbanded, right? And they have left the chance of a reunion completely open. They are all keen to eventually come back to it when there is the time, when there is something, when they feel like it's the right time to do so. But, like, I was thinking, wow, this is very rare. You don't usually get a chance to really bid farewell to a group. Like, so many of them just fizzle out, right? Or so many of them bump into something bad and have to not do any music anymore yeah and it's so rare that they like basically two years before they decided to go on before the hiatus would happen they came out as a group and said you know we are going to do this um we will spend two years um saying goodbye we will spend two years giving as much content as we can and doing the best we can and then um we'll 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 part on a good note and yeah. it's just very rare that people really do part on a good note and they really did yes. like um, at least you got a chance to say goodbye which yeah, is more than it's can closure. be said for, yeah, it, it's closure it's closure right. it's really closure it's not just the chance to say goodbye it's also closure it's the, it's the idea that you know this is going to come to an end soon right. and you are in some ways emotionally prepared but like with God 7 for example it just came so suddenly like I mean people kind of knew that something wasn't going right mm. but it just so sudden. It's like, oh man, I didn't even have the... I wasn't prepared emotionally, yeah, you right, know, right. as fans to, to say goodbye. Yeah, so that that's chance to do so is so rare. Like, it's I mean, I, I loved Big Bang. And then... Yes, we were all waiting okay, for that comeback you know after... I can't, I can't talk about this that much because I sure. know I would get flamed. But, oh man, I love Big Bang and that is... Wow, okay. It was so sad because everyone was waiting for their huge comeback after yes. they were done with national service. And now... <sighs> Chances are, I mean, even if and when they do come back, it's going to be a four-piece and not the original five, which is yeah. such a shame. And I, I do think it's a pity. I mean, just moving on to our parting thoughts. Like, you know, that so many of these groups, you know, they would literally, you know, top the charts, become global mm. sensations, mm, okay? Mm-hmm. And then so many of them would just come to such a sudden end, you know? Well, even, even like Icon, which I watched once in mm. live in concert, which is a K-pop boy band, and then one of the members got kicked out because of like some drug-related issues. And I was just like... Man, it's so sudden, you know. And once, and the guy who got kicked out was the guy who was in charge of writing a lot of their songs. Mm. So I was like, man, the whole DNA of the group has has changed. It's just, yes. you're just like, oh. And I didn't even, I didn't even know it was gonna happen. It just happened. So I guess Jen, you mentioned DNA, and the moral of the story really is this: you know, it's not the same without certain key members, right? You know, if you are gonna, it's be not part the of same without everyone. Without like, everyone yeah. together, yeah. I mean, of course, some groups have like that caliphate. Mm. <laughs> you can maybe afford to like you know trim the fat <laughs> a little bit, but 
the fact is, chances are, even if you lose them, and if you're like originally five pieces, you become a four piece. Yeah, you can't recreate that same magic and that that chemistry, chemistry anymore. And it's also like whether the members' hearts are in it. It's True. very clear. It's very clear when they throw in the towel. Yeah. Or it's yeah. very clear when they use it as a platform to solo careers. Mm. And then you just kind of feel like you're waiting around for them to disband so that they can move on to do their own thing. And True. it's like not a great feeling. True. I remember going to a Backstreet Boys concert. You wow. Know, in this was back in two thousand and. The six or seven, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, Backstreet Boys, right? It's one of those groups, also, also like um, the Spice Girls, where every single one of the five members really was mattered a lot. Yes, yes yeah. because they all stood for different things. They all represented a different like demographic, so to speak. And I remember in that concert, there was no Kevin. It was only four of them because Kevin Richardson had left the group. Mm-hmm. You know, in two thousand and six, something was just wrong. And it's something just like you know when they sang that song. Then you're just like, no. When they sang that song incomplete, I was like, yes, you are no. incomplete. No, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just like um, two years ago, 2019, when the Spice Girls did their reunion tour, they did it without Victoria. Without Posh. But without Posh. Uh, does and, Posh and even do anything, though? I'm excuse like- you. <laughs> that's very rude. That's very rude. She's my favourite Spice, just so you know. I mean, I like, like, in the wannabe music video, she literally doesn't do anything. She, she looked good. She sang some lines. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing. That's the thing about the Spice Girls and a lot of other groups out there. It's about the magic. It happens when they're together. If you just remove either any one of them from the group, it's just not the same. And it's, I, I think it's painful also when you know that okay, this is supposed to be that person's part, and but someone not, else is singing. Yeah, it. that's right. when you know, as a fan, you're like mm, sad. I yeah. If only one day you can all come together again, and then. I guess for us as fans, it's about reliving that because we grew up with a lot of these bands. Mm. So it's wanting to relive that nostalgia. Yeah. Okay, I mean, regardless of what you guys think about like, you know, Posh Spice or like Idol Groups or yeah. GOT7, whatever, tell us, um, you know, we would love to hear yeah. your thoughts, like share yeah. your opinions with us. Like, you know, are there any particular groups that you miss? Like, yeah, you know, growing really. up with especially? I mean, if you're an Arashi fan girl, please tell me your thoughts. Please just link up with me. I just want to know, I just want to get to know other Arashi fans in Singapore. Thanks. <laughs> Yes, yeah. please write to Jen. You please can write to Jen. Yes, uh, you can just drop in my DMs at um, JenLeeRise on Instagram. Uh, you can also email me at jenlee.sph.com.sg. And I'll just say here again one last time, the best thing you can hope for in a group is closure. And that is why I love Arashi. And that is why Arashi fangirls, please reach out to me. Thank you very much. Yes, and if you are a Little Mix fan or a Backstreet Boys fan, please also reach out TLC, to me. You can write to me. TLC tender fans. love and care. Yes, please reach out to me. Write to me at yosemjoe at sph.com.sg. Or you can write to the both of us at podcast at sph.com.sg. And on that note, now we're ending the first podcast of 2021. And very thankful for everybody who has stayed with us so far into this very long podcast. <laughs> yeah, the next episode will be our 40th episode. <gasps> Can you believe so it? So it seems like a little milestone for us. It does. Yeah, if you folks have any ideas on what we should cover, what we should talk about, let us know. Yeah, and if you know, you just want to ask us, just ask us anything, man. Maybe we can do an AMA or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, until next time, she's Jen. He's Sam Joe. And we are Pop, Pop Vouchers. Vouchers. Thank you for listening. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, that was a great voucher.